My name is Thomas J. Bepko, and I've been in the mortgage and real estate industry for over 17 years. I've hit rock bottom and been able to come back with a vengeance through gratitude, consistency, and resilience. Through the same principles, I've been able to grow my teams, scale my businesses, and mentor others to do the same. It's gonna be about Thomas Bethko's story, about my story. Certain things that drive people, and, and I believe that there's a rare breed out there, and some of them don't even know that they have. 16th year in the business, I started taking social media seriously. Immediately, I saw the results. You have to help people. You have to do the right thing a day at a time. Through my experience, I can help a lot of people. A lot of people can relate to the things that I've been through. We wanna take you and push you to that limit to get you to where you wanna be. And all I knew how to do was work. I knew how to work hard. I just didn't stop no matter what life threw at me. So this is the first episode of the TJB podcast. I'm very, very, very excited. We planned for this for a while. So again, thank you to my crew, Nicole and Alex. Love you to death. This episode is going to be a little bit different. We're going to have Alex interview me just so you guys can get to know me a little bit. He's going to ask some of those, those engaging questions. So you guys can get to know me and that'll lead into the stories and we're going to connect with some real entrepreneurs on this podcast. We're going to find some talent. We're going to look for talent that we don't, that doesn't even know that they have the talent. We're going to get them to where they want to be. I got the keys. Welcome to a very, very, very special day. The start of the TJB podcast with the man himself, Thomas J. Bepko. This is Alex D. with TJB. What up? We're ready to roll. How you doing? Let's go. Let's go. For everyone that's listening and doesn't know who Thomas J. Bepko is yet, you're missing out. You don't know what you're missing. But we want to make this this introductory episode all about uh, the story and where Thomas comes from, his background, and just, just to ground people on who Thomas is as a person and as an entrepreneur. So, Thomas, fire away. Who is TJB? Who is that's a tough question. That's a, that's my first first podcast question, which is tough. Who is TJB? I am the executive vice president of sales at Total Mortgage. And I'm also the CEO, broker, and owner of Yellow Brick Real Estate. I am a father of two beautiful boys. I am a husband of an amazing wife. I do consider myself a family man. I've learned how to balance. Right? I am the, the driven first one in the office, last one to leave, but I've been able in the last seven years since my first boy, with my wife's help, I've been able to learn a life balance and that I believe I can help people with too because I know there's a lot of entrepreneurs out there killing themselves. You have to kill yourself, but you don't have to always kill yourself. You know what I mean? You have to find a life balance and I believe that that for your brain and your lifestyle, it's better for you to do that. Can't always be work, 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 work. Even though my mind is on, it's always work, 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 work. Got to mix in the family. And family is most of my drive. My boys and my wife. I enjoy helping people. I look to help people. And I like creating opportunities to the, for the people I help to elevate their careers and their with a positive mindset and kind of change their life. I like to help people change their lives. Amazing. Yeah, of course, you have a story of of um, entrepreneurship and, and motivating people to achieve their goals and their dreams, of course. But um, tell me more about your um, about the mortgage side of this of this stuff, right? Like, how did you get into mortgage? How did you start that? So, funny story. The yeah, my first day in my mortgage career was an odd one. So I was in the bar club scene, 
in San Francisco. This was 2002. I had a couple friends that I'd met in San Francisco. I was newer to San Francisco, and a friend of mine was saying, look, there's a bunch of younger guys. They kind of remind me of you. Um, they're in the mortgage business, and they're doing really well, and I think I can get you an interview. Would you be interested? And at this time, I was actually a starving artist. I had a creative passion um, that I had started a hat company back in 2000 after I got out of the Army. And long story short, I was selling hats out of a bag, and I got an opportunity to meet with a mortgage company for some with some young entrepreneurs. And uh, I... Never forget, I, I had said I had to wear a suit my first interview. I mean, you guys that don't know me, I don't fucking like wearing suits, but I went. I didn't have much money. I was 22, living in San Francisco. My best friend, we were in a one-bedroom apartment. There was three of us. And I went to a thrift store, and I bought a suit. I bought a three-piece suit. I still have the suit to this day. Three, three pieces? A three-piece pinstripe suit. And I woke up. I couldn't sleep that night. I woke up. I'm like, I'm going to go go get a mortgage interview. I didn't even know there was the letter T in the word mortgage. I had no idea really what a mortgage was. But I had actually gotten sick the night before. I got food poisoning, and I was sick that whole morning on my way there. It was probably the nerves, and I got sick. I ate something bad, and I got sick that morning. And I remember going up to this interview. I was so nervous and sick, and I walked upstairs, and it was San Francisco downtown in Union Square. I don't know if you guys have been to San Francisco in Union Square, but it was above the Tiffany Building and the penthouse. So intimidated. I mean, I was broke. Beautiful place. Beautiful place. And walking up the stairs, no clue I was walking into. And I knock on the door and I open the door and it's like just a big sales floor of a bunch of people. And one of the managers was like, oh, yeah, he's here. He's here. And they pointed. They go, go outside. Go outside. So I stood outside and waited. Met with, the, you know, one of the managers and his manager. And finally, the owner and CEO, Mark Samuel, came out and looked at my resume and goes, how long is it going to take you to learn this shit? I said, when can I get a fucking paycheck? And he goes, you're hired. I said, really? He goes, yeah, you're hired. So I got hired. From that day on, I've been in the mortgage business. And it was by who I knew through a network. I never went to college. I just knew that I wanted to drive the nice cars. And I wanted to, I thought that's what I wanted, right? I thought I wanted to be about the money. I thought I wanted to be about the that lifestyle. So... I had an opportunity, and I jumped all over it, and I've been in the mortgage business ever since. Literally working three jobs while running on two hours of sleep because you were bartending. Yes, yes, and I was in the right place, at the right time. I told you I knew somebody who said got me the interview, and after that interview, I've been in the mortgage business ever since. Have not stopped. I have not stopped. Seventeen. Amazing years. So, so but at that point, though, you're looking at a total, a total shift there, right? Getting this opportunity with the mortgage company, right? How was your mindset at that point, and when did you see it shift to where you could take advantage of the opportunity in front of you? I was never a school guy. I was never – look, I don't know. I always kind of beat to my own drum. You know, I, I wanted to do my own thing. I, you know, that hat company, I picked up and left Connecticut after the military. I joined the military to say I wanted to go to college. I never went to college, never used my college money. I came home, started going to college for a semester, 
in one of the classes, I came up with this bright idea to start the hack company. I picked up, I left Connecticut and moved to San Francisco with 1900 bucks in my pocket to start a hack company. Fast forward through the hack company, through the people I met through San Francisco, through the jobs, through the community, I ended up with the mortgage interview. Again, all by people, probably who you know, not what you know. I still was not educated. I didn't had no idea. I just knew that I could work. I, I worked since I was 14, 13, 14 years old, right? So I always had a job. I knew how to work more than one job, probably two, three at some points because I liked money, right? And I wanted to make money. And the more, the more I work, the more money I made. So I kept that mentality in the mortgage business. And I understood that, wow, the mortgage business could be really lucrative if I apply my drive and my work ethic, the first one in the office, the last one to leave, working on weekends, working around the clock, that was able to really take my career to another level. Obviously, very grateful for being having the opportunity of being in the mortgage business. And mortgage commissions are a lot more lucrative than, let's say, the car business or the copier business or whatever, you know, the sales business. In real estate, the tickets are bigger, right? So, and I realized that fast. I said, oh, well, I could sit here and I could sell my hats out of a bag for $20, $40, or I could sell three hundred, four hundred, five hundred thousand dollars mortgages and my commissions would be bigger. So that's what attracted me to mortgage. Fast forward a couple of years into the real estate business now, right? And and of course you'll you'll dive deeper into that transition. But when did you notice that there was also an opportunity in real estate? When did that shift occur? I was always into real estate. I had bought and flipped and sold homes. I've been through that disaster of a career too. I've, I've dibbled in that. Um, ironically, when I was in California doing mortgage, I took the state of California Department of Real Estate test twice and I failed miserably. So I did not, couldn't, at that point I did when I was in California, I didn't have a real estate license. And then I fast forward subprime through the whole 2009, 2010, I ended up moving back to Connecticut, and I had, I had a quick stint at Wells Fargo. At this time, Wells Fargo was the you know the largest mortgage company around, and Wells Fargo was a big boom. They just had that Wachovia merge, and Wells Fargo made me go chase real estate agents when I was there as a loan officer. They tracked my phone calls. They went on sales calls. I had to do call nights and schedule appointments, and I'm relying on real estate agents to feed my career. I was not relying on anybody but myself to my career. And, and in the mortgage business, I mean, you have to work with real estate agents to get purchases, right? And I did not want to do that. I, I did not like that model. Everybody was chasing the same fucking agent all the time. The top producer, everybody's, I'm the best realtor. I'm the best loan officer in the world. I can close your loan in 30 days. I got the lowest rates in the country. I'm the best in the business, blah, blah, blah. Everybody had the same spiel. What I learned to do is I learned to leverage a client coming to me first through people I knew. Same type of same type of philosophy. Look, they're going to come to me first. They're going to use my realtor. So hold on. I could get somebody to come to me first, pre-approve them, and then give them the realtor. So that had happened, and I wasn't really chasing agents anymore. I was able to give business and help realtors elevate their business by – me being a referral source to them by referring them business. And I'm still relying on them to send me business back. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to get my real estate and broker's license. And that's what I did. 
um, and we started a real estate company. That's my real estate story. I was sick of chasing agents. I was sick of chasing realtors, so I became one. There was an opportunity, and I think that I, through my hard work and through my persistence and just I kept pushing in the mortgage business, it's where I am today. I've learned a ton in the mortgage business. I learned everything that I know in the real estate business in the mortgage business. So tell us about your current venture. Tell us about Total Mortgage and, and Yellow Brick. I'm the executive vice president of sales at Total Mortgage. I'm the CEO, broker, and owner of Yellow Brick Real Estate. We also have another company that does homeowners insurance. It's called Total Quick Insure, TQI. Um, but my passion started in mortgage. I owe my whole career to mortgage. I have my broker's license. I have my mortgage LO license, my mortgage broker's license, and my loan officer license I hold near and dear to my heart. It's brought me the most opportunities, the most pain, right? The most experience. It's brought me everything. I learned everything in the real estate. I know in the real estate business today from the mortgage business. And that's a fact. When I, when I came to Total Mortgage in 2012, I showed up in a suit. And at the time, they were an inside call center. There was about 10 to 15 loan officers all in Milford in the old building. And then they had a processing and underwriting and closing department on the other side of the building across the parking lot. And the company at that time was probably 30 to 40 people tops. Um, fast forward now, we probably have 350 employees, the fastest growing mortgage company in Connecticut, fastest growing in Massachusetts. And we're looking on to New York and New Jersey's my next project. So New Jersey, watch out. Total's coming. Yellow Brick is my baby. Yellow Brick was my, my way out of mortgage. To be completely honest, I was at, at one point, I, like I said before, I was so fed up chasing agents to make mortgage money that I was able to get the buyers and or borrowers to come directly to me first and then I could refer them to my agents and my queue. I'm the home captain. I'm the person, I'm the professional you're gonna come to first, then you're gonna use my team and I'm gonna walk you down this path to home ownership through this ecosystem. And the more people that we could get to transact and we made it the transaction a lot easier and a lot more enjoy enjoyable, then more people will transact. If we make the transaction smooth, more people will transact. That's what we did. We've been able to grow total mortgage to 350 people. We, I don't know, we have probably like 200 loan officers right now. Um, we're gaining market share. We've, we doubled our volume from last year and this year. From the year before that, we were up about 25%. At YB, this time last year, I had 15 agents. Now we have almost 80. The boss, Jen Esposito, has me on a hiring pause, kind of. We're, we're very selective at YB, who we bring on. You have to be a cool kid. If you want to sit at the cool kid table, you got to be cool, right? So right now we are selective of who we bring on. We do like bringing on newer agents, the young driven kids with the back against the wall, kind of the people that are like me, that were like me, that don't know they have the potential to become who they want to be with the right mindset, with the right coaching, with the right team. You know, you could, well, I believe that you could do anything at YB and the, you know, yellow brick, the, the cliche walk down the yellow brick road. Yes. The path to home ownership for clients. Yes. But on the other side of that, it is also a place and opportunity for real estate agents, real estate brokers, professionals, loan officers to become who they want to be. It's their path as well. Not just a homeowner, 
but to the professionals that work for us. Absolutely. And so not to just that you were sick of the mortgage business, but kind of you wanted to streamline the process, feed your mortgage business through Yellowbrick. I like change. I like change. I, I'm not a creature of habit. I, I am consistent, but I will, I will stay consistent in my dream. I'll stay consistent in what I believe in, but I will constantly pivot and constantly switch. I learned that in the mortgage business. This is, our, this is also right now is a very good time to be in the mortgage and real estate business. I tell a lot of the guys that this is the reason you're in the mortgage business because we're busy. We're at capacity. That's a good thing, right? People are purchasing. Rates are 3%. It's a, you, people need to take advantage of it, and people are starting to realize it. Therefore, we're extremely, extremely busy, right? But this too shall pass, right? The market will slow down. Um, it can't be like this forever. And I believe we've got what it takes to help people get to where they want to be, especially if you're in, our, if you're in the mortgage or, or real estate space. And so you you mentioned that mindset, that mentality of the people that you bring on to to Yellow Brick, and that culture, right? Tell us about that culture. It's YB is about culture. It's it's it kind of created its own culture. You know, we Yellow Brick started in a Fairfield basement with myself, our previous broker, and who's now our executive vice president, Alan Stewart. Um, Alan was our first agent. Alan actually is a good friend of mine, came to me, wanted to get out of his other job to come to do mortgage. I said, well, look, mortgage is kind of really tough, and I believe that if you get your real estate license, we could help you make money a lot faster and get to where you need to be faster. That first year, Alan did 39 deals his first year. About 37 of them were from me. People coming to Thomas J. Bepco. He's the professional. You're using his team, going down my path to homeownership. They come to me, they get pre-approved. Alan, here's what they look for. Alan is another rare breed, love him to death. He would take a hold and service these clients and walk them down his own path to homeownership. And we did 39 deals his first year. Each year, we have a Rookie of the Year award because of that. Alan's first year, and they all hit over 30 years. With 30 deals their first year, no experience, from 0 to 100, Real quick, over 30 deals. Second was Casey Stilper. Casey's a fucking monster. Third was King Hall, Wally Muhammad. I mean, all these guys this year. I'm not saying I had my bet last year. I know who it's going to be this year, but and I'm still on pace. But we'll have another rookie of the year, and we'll keep you posted. They'll do over well over 30 deals. So you're already establishing this this QB1 wide receiver connection. You did it with Allen as the first iteration of that. Yes. Yes. And that's how Alan is the poster mm. child. Alan is the poster child for when we started. He is a main reason we are where we are today. It was the cohesiveness of the loan officer, the agent, the attorney walking down that path to homeownership, making it easier for the client to transact. Why? Because we had all the resources in place. In the real estate business, as the broker having the keys, you need to be the most resourceful guy that there is. Me. I always like, I'm in the people business. I like to know who I know. I do what I do, right? I, I always got a guy. I always got a guy. So that worked well with me. They came to me and they had an interest with my mortgage experience and my real estate experience. We were able to do that. And it's, it's a proven model. And we have 70 agents all producing, sitting at the cool kid table. So you would say that it's kind of what inspires you to continue with that, with that business, with that drive. What is it that, that, that's inspiring you to continue with this? I've always liked being different, right? 
I want to be different. I've always wanted to be different. You know, if everybody was going at recess to go to the jungle gym, I was going to the swings. That's just the way I was. And I don't, I don't know why. Looking back now, I just I always like to be different, I think. And why be? We are different. We have a different take on real estate. You can do the whole deal from the palm of your hand. We leverage technology. We leverage customer service. We leverage everything to make the consumer experience second to none. Ask them for business, and that becomes a sphere of influence through lead generation, through referral business, through, and we've been able to use the technology to scale every agent and push every agent if they want to the best of their ability. What is that advice that you would give, that you give them now that you would have given yourself back then? Gratitude. Be grateful, stay humble, service your clients, and work fucking hard. And don't stop until you get to where you want to be. Through the tools, through the strategy, through the motivation, we're able to get a lot of the agents to come there. They come and they do this strategy and they go by the YB book. They play by the YB game. They will make money. And that's created a culture. That's created a culture of everybody wants to be the best they could be, the true entrepreneur. We're going to take everybody to that level. We hang out. We don't have any bad eggs, right? If there's a bad egg, we get rid of them. Right, it's more of a group conscious. We leave it, leave it on the team. Right, we we sit together. We make decisions together. Um, that's created a culture, and that because of it, and we will not stop the culture. The the culture is our most right now one of the 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 biggest bonds that we have at YB. That's why we've been able to go from twelve to fifteen agents a year and a half ago to almost eighty. We'll be at a hundred by March if Jen lets me hire one. <laughs> well, we'll get. I don't it. know if there's enough cool kids, but. We're going to try. There's plenty of cool kids at this table, right? <laughs> There's plenty. <clears throat> so, Thomas, it's been incredibly insightful. It's been a great first podcast here. Um, learned a lot about you, and we'll take a deep dive into what uh, is YB, the story behind TJ, and, and other topics, of course, in the next episodes. Any closing comments from you? Persistence. Wears down resistance. Or, no, 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 no. I got a better one. Consistency is key. There you go. I like that one. Consistency is key. So, Alex, thank you very much for doing what you did today. I appreciate all your help, all your work. I'm extremely grateful that we get to work together. That as well has been a long time coming. Been on Alex for a little bit, for some time now. He's actually on board now, baby. Let's go. LFG. And super grateful. Uh, hope you guys are going to enjoy and talk to you guys soon.